Welcome to Upchuck Theater. We watch the nonsense so you don't have to. With Justin Hummel, Rob Mikowski, and Aaron Krager, we spare no film on our vomitous scale. Come waste an hour or so of your life so you don't waste another one. Sit back, relax, and throw up. Just like a fairy princess. An average family. Great. Thank you. A special day. Hello? Listen, I hate to tell you this, I'm going to be late. I'm stuck in some horrific traffic jam. Did you pick up the balloons? Got the balloons. Hang on a sec, someone's at the door. Julie? (laughs) The door. (laughs) Julie? (laughs) Julie? You have a phone, stupid. I'm going to hang up the phone. I'll stay on with you. A random crime. We're holding him for 48 hours. Then I'm going to have to let him go. Why? I've got zero. That's why. Bubkiss. Sorry. It's <laughs> free. <laughs> What's the point of watching that? Do you believe in the death penalty? When justice fails... I followed Robert Doob yesterday. I found out where he lives. He never even knew I was there. Where will you turn? Justice. I need you to help me. Desperately wanting someone dead and actually killing them. That's two different things. Do you think you're capable of going through with it? Robert Doob is a free man. Yes, he's a free man and he's going to do it again. Paramount Pictures presents Sally Field. I can't let him go. Kiefer Sutherland. Hey, you're pretty. Ed Harris. What the hell are you doing, Karen? I can't rest. I'll never ever rest again. He pays for what he did to her. I don't even remember what she looked like. In a John Schlesinger film. You'll spend the rest of your life in prison. You can't catch him. You can't punish him. You can't protect anyone else. Stay out of my neighborhood. And I'll stay out of yours. What are you gonna do? Shoot me? Let the punishment fit the crime. Ugh. Uh. Okay. Well, that was Eye for an Eye, the 1996 thriller starring Keither Sutherland and Keither Sutherland. Sorry for mispronouncing your name. But, uh, yeah, that's got uh, Keever Sutherland and Sally Field. And um, it's about, what, an hour and 46 minutes of misery? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Upchuck Theater. Yeah, there you go. I, I, was, I, I wanted to say it, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Upchuck, folks. Dustin Hummel here. Rob Mikowski. Aaron Krager. And uh, today we went on the... The um, the wheel dealing recommendation. Yeah, well, as as is the case, uh, Dustin and I kind of go back and forth, and we figure out, you know, what 
what movies can we can we do here? What do we want to do? You know, we've gotten a couple requests from people through the Facebook page, which is great. Um, and you know, one of them was uh, just as an example was the Fog, and Rob said, We're, "No more horror movies, right? We've done those for a month." And Dustin said the same kind of thing. So we passed on the Fog. Um, but uh, in retrospect, they probably would have had a better idea. <laughs> well, see, see hey, the people speak. So uh, we were going back and forth between a few different options, and this was one that came up. Now, as is always the case, when I mentioned to Rob the potential movie choices, inevitably, out of every five, four of them, he goes, "No, no." And I keep telling him, "I go, I go. That that's not how this this, this works." He goes, "No, no, no." Terrible. So, I, I, you know, so I had suggested eye for an eye specifically because I know that Rob uh, has a great. Uh, you know, love of Kiefer Sutherland. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Who doesn't? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, hey, uh. you know, the, that little five foot four inch, high quaffed. You know. Yeah, yeah. He's he's really a greaseball in this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, with that hair. Well, this is Ugh. pre this is pre Jack Bauer. Yes. And uh, this is the only time I'll post, say it. And post Stand by Me. And, uh, and, and post Stand by Me. Is pre- it pre Traffic? Do we know that? Traffic, as in as in the Reese Witherspoon traffic. Because he plays a scumbag what? in there too. I don't. What? Yeah, who yeah. cares? I, 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 no, no, I, I don't know about I'm that. About to one. that one up. And yeah. this is the only time I'm going to say this. It, it's it's pre Kiefer's solid snake. Uh, you know what? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I had to do is that. Is that where the hate stems from? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, yeah. he's always kind of had a distaste yeah. for Kiefer, but yeah. the guy's name's Kiefer. Yeah, that's true. I keep thinking and he's of, not Donald. No, well, no, <laughs> because no. <laughs> the body snatchers, yeah, <laughs> love that scene. That's a great movie. That's a great movie. We can't ever watch that. I'm nah. for this. No, 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 we can't. Um, I don't know who was that. Who who names are kid Kiefer? I mean, really, Donald Sutherland. You know? <laughs> uh, I keep thinking about the 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 Keffer uh, yogurt drink or whatever. Oh it's yeah, it's a little bit healthier and not quite as much sugar. Kefka? Uh, I don't know. So I think Kiefer. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> All right, I so that's it. Official. I, I keep thinking Kaffer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go with Queef for some. Yeah, Queef for some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With uh, Queef Withers, Witherspoon. There you go. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Queef Witherspoon. Okay. Um, I don't. Uh, okay. All right. So, so go um, ahead. Start this off. Okay. So we've got this uh, family. And I, I need to say out, out of the gate, uh, <laughs> Sally Field in this movie, she's an awful mother. I mean, I'm going to probably say that like a half a dozen times, but she's she's just an awful mother. She's a terrible, bitter person, and she's an awful mother. Yeah. So she's that know, way in Doubtfire too. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> stereo stereotypical Sally Field. So <laughs> there you go. So we're we're opening up, and uh, you know, it's like the idealistic, you know, two kid reasonably large house, right? We've got Ed Harris as the husband who just outclasses everybody else in this movie. (laughs) Um, You know, although he just wears blue the whole time. I mean, there's like two shots where he's in a gray shirt and the rest of it, he's just wearing blue. The whole movie's blue. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you notice that too, yeah. So there's this like motif of blue in L.A., so... Uh, so you know they're getting ready for the younger daughter's birthday party, and there's a there's a large gap in age between uh, Julie, right? Yeah. That's the older one, and the younger girl, but, Megan. Right, right. But before that, though, 
we missed the whole opening sequence where she doesn't want to kill a moth. Remember? Right. That's the right. Right. Yeah. So the actual opening, correct. So the, there's a moth, and the girl, uh, Megan, the little one, she's you know scared of this moth, and she's kill it, 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 and then Sally Field takes it and just doesn't kill it, obviously, and just puts it through the through the window. And what, what's the point of that? I don't know. Well, that's what we call character development. This, we have to believe that she's going to make the stark change later on in the film, right? Oh, right, because uh, she's saving a yeah. life. Oh, yeah. yeah but okay. it's just a moth. Yeah, I'm going to say, you're going to quit. She doesn't care for human life, but <laughs> right. she cares for a moth. Right, so the, so the change of turn in this movie, Dustin, is from saving an insect to murdering Bring a human. Wow. Yeah, because right. life finds a way. That's right. Oh God! So <laughs> when justice fails, Sally so Field <laughs> saves moths. Sally Field shoots, <laughs> shoots in a two-handed crouch. So yeah, so she we'll saves this that. moth, we'll and, later. and that's kind of the idea, right? It's this, it's this home where these people are happy. Although again, she's so miserable. Yeah. So anyways, so then there's a lot of sandwich action in this she, movie. I mean, like, I mean, she's making sandwiches. She makes like eight sandwiches. Mm-hmm. She asks the husband. She asks Mac McCann. <laughs> Mac, do you want a sandwich? And he goes, Yeah, yeah, sure. So then the next scene is her in her office with uh, Beverly D'Angelo, mm-hmm. and uh, Beverly D'Angelo has ordered her a sandwich. Of course, turkey. Where's the mustard? Oh, it's on it. <laughs> and then she has two different types of iced tea, one with sweetener, which she like spits at her. Yeah. And then she gets the one with like real sugar and no lemon or whatever it is. So she made sandwiches and then had someone order her a sandwich. Perfectly. Large. I don't understand this. It doesn't matter. So then she's in traffic. She gets all these balloons. Mm-hmm. You know, which is all like, what is it, like the Hundred Blows or whatever it is, the really old Italian movie with the balloons. Oh, or yeah, yeah, Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, I, I don't right, know, yeah. something like that. And so um, she has all these balloons and she's in traffic. She's stuck in traffic for the birthday party for the little girl. Um, you know, there's this big Barbie cake and there's an ice sculpture and all this stuff, you know, because these people are, you know, just ordinary ones like everybody else with the ice sculpture. So she calls home. Now, this is something interesting, too, right? She calls home and the older daughter, Julie, mm-hmm. who is 17, it's yeah. established yeah. at the end of the movie. Uh, what are you doing home? Oh, I, I, I skipped <laughs> soccer practice. And we thought at first that she like that was just the best cut they could take because she was nervous or something like that. But that's actually like a thing that's supposed to build her character. Now, why did she call there not expecting her to be home? Was she going to leave a message? Was mm. nice machine. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, oh. I, I guess that's what it right. is, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so then... How fortuitous, the doorbell rings, she opens it, and then we hear, like, scratching and tearing and, like, somebody, you know, shredding paper, and then she's dead. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean, you can pontificate on that more if you want. I mean, that's what happened. I, I don't yeah. know. Oh, the ice sculpture. Oh, right, right, right. murder well, weapon. Well, that's what happens, right? The ice sculpture is the murder weapon. Yeah, it falls. And of course, you know, put a blanket under the ice sculpture so it doesn't ruin <laughs> We're going to sound like monsters after this one. <laughs> yeah. We really are. Um, Sold our souls for this one. So yeah. then that's what happens. And then, of course, so she's dead. 
And then uh, there are more sandwiches at the after party at the funeral. After the funeral, the after party. party, Ah, There's ah. just more sandwiches, and there's like old Aunt Flo, and she gets excited about a molten lava cake and falls. Falls, and Sally Field finds that hilarious. Yeah, she dies laughing. (laughs) (laughs) And she kind of fell, sort of, kind of where the daughter got it, right? Too, more or less. And then she's like laughing in the bathroom, and then we just cut. Cut. I, I don't know. Uh, and then uh, Joe Montagna is the uh, cop. He's the detective. And what a surprise, Joe Montagna is playing a, a cop, police officer. A wimpy cop. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rob, you, 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 you had that one. You, you had a special thing for him. This is when you started vigorously tape, taking notes. Yeah. Joe, Joe Montana, you know, pussy cop, basically. Joe Montana. So, yeah, Joe Montana. <laughs> Joe Montana. <laughs> he would have been the better choice. Yeah, yeah. clearly. He's so, well, I, I guess as, you know, Dustin's already nailed the... Uh, the theme of this movie, it's all character progression. Mm-hmm. And and Joe Montana starts off as, like, this, like, wimpy kind of, like, you know, hands tied behind his back. Oh, so sorry if you're lost. There's nothing I can do. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So and then, of course, that changes later on. Right. So everybody follows the moth path. That's what you're saying here. Right. That's you know. what it seems like to me. I mean, even, even, even you know, brilliant Ed Harris changes. Right. So then... So uh, so then the funeral happens, right? And then it's, you know, they're obviously trying to cope with their lives and what's happening and what's going on. And, and you Sally know. Field's having a miserable time oh, doing so. And she's just she's just unhappy. Yeah. You know, and then it comes out, of course, that Ed Harris. She's sniffing her pillow every uh, night. Uh, the, the, Ugh. I, uh, moving on. So I, I can just. So. So. Um, you know, now it's all. Obviously, they're grieving, and that's understandable. And then they take. Uh, they take the little one. Well, don't wait, but we to find, the museum, right? Yeah, but we find out. We find out that Ed Harris wasn't really right. Right. That right. That he wasn't right. really so. uh, her father. Right. Uh, you know, not the real father of Julie. And so, you know, I'll call. I'll call the father. I'll so, call the father. So I'll call the, the step, father. Now the stepdaughters. They can be a real family. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> right. well, I mean, oh. you know, they, <laughs> have we have we talked about Sally Field's age in this and how? You no, not know? yet. Okay. Not yet. Well, but that's what I mean. Like, there's such a huge gap. I keep wanting to say wage gap. <laughs> it's an, the age no, gap. Was well, I, like again, we find out in the last two minutes of the movie that Julie, the dead girl, is 17, and Megan McCann uh, is only what four or five or something yeah, like that. So there's clearly an age thing here, and she uh, she either gave birth late in life or they adopted that's never explained that could have been character development but we didn't do that and so there's a whole thing with that and then they sleep at they sleep over at somebody else's house dolly Dolly. Dolly. right right, right, at the museum yeah yeah, that's how much i'm paying attention and um (laughs) you know and then do you want egg then i like egg and she's still sleeping in the princess dress yeah and it's like this is all your this is all your fault, stupid. Yeah, and <laughs> shouldn't have had a party. You know, dummy. So then, so then, then they go to the museum, and she's like running around, and uh, Dustin made an inappropriate comment about skeletons, and she, <laughs> she's running around, and then every and, and you called it too. One of you guys called it. I think was it Dustin or was it you, Rob? That, that said all, all these men start walking oh, by. Oh yeah, the door montage. Yeah, yeah. So then there's the door montage. So she sees like Joe. Number one, <laughs> and then uh, then he's at the door just staring at Julie. And well, then my, there's, you know, it happened three times. Well, well yeah, but but this is the problem with this part of the movie. Like, you know, they have one daughter left, 
right? They, they lost one, so they got one left, and they're going to let this one run around. Dear God. Well, that's, that's <laughs> kind of what Well, that's kind of what it is. It's like she's, you know, she's yeah. a little girl. She doesn't know any better. She's just running around. Megan, Megan, slow down, slow down. But, of course, you know, she's a, you know, she's, she's stupid. She's a four-year-old kid. Right. She don't know any better. And, and Ed <laughs> Harris is coolly indifferent during oh, yeah. this whole thing. He doesn't care that she's hey, running around. Hey, that's Karen, what she's doing. Karen, calm down. down. That's, a, that's a kid. He's in his blue denim. Yeah. I mean, you oh, can't. Canadian yeah. tuxedo all day. shake him. And he wears that same shirt. In like half the movie, He's just yeah. cool, you know. Yeah, wardrobe was not uh, an expense in this movie. But so, so then, <laughs> so then, Dustin, you know, because they keep doing all this stuff with this door montage of all these like you know peekaboo guys. He goes, "What about the woman with the garbage can?" <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So, you know, so this is going on, and then she's in uh, Joe Montana's office there, and they're talking, and you know. <laughs> It's a, I do this before. I've done this before. You're gonna get him, right? And then he's got that big jar of candy. Yeah, yeah. And he, <laughs> you like what one? What, what do you call it? Like, like truth, it's truth serum or something? Yeah, something serum. like that. Yeah, and, and, and all these butter fingers. And you, you want one? Serum. Yeah. And then they pull out a crunch bar. Yeah. I mean, how disappointing is that? A butter finger, and then you get a crunch, crunch bar. bar. I mean, really, mm. like the difference there is, I, I don't know. Well, right. And they're talking about you know finding her daughter's killer and talking about semen samples and all oh, of yeah. this stuff. And here she wants to have a crunch bar in the middle of it. Oh, yeah, I'll take one, sure. Well, nothing mixes like semen and chocolate. (laughs) Um, Let's ask Julia about that. Well, there's the quote for the the podcast. Too soon? We have three subscribers, and now we have Now we have none. Okay. Uh, Anyways, so, so so she's longing for for a bar, and right, then she right. eats one. Right, um, and this this is when we get more <laughs> more of it, we cut back, and she said, you know, we'll do our best, and we cut back to the house, and this is where Ed Harris washes the pillow. Nobody better lay a finger. Right. right. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Well, so right, so the little girl, so Megan is like hugging the pillow of Julie. And everybody's like sniffing, sniffing this it. pillow, and then she spills like an ice cream bar on. Yes. She's eating an ice cream bar, and she sullies the pillow, mm-hmm. and she hides it. Um, and this is where my my note is: everyone wears blue. Everyone wears blue. Everyone wears blue. Yeah. And so then, at some point in a scene or two later, you know, she's she's hidden the pillow. She pulls it out for uh, her father. She pulls it out for Ed Harris, who you know, because obviously she doesn't want to talk to the mother because the mother's going to hit her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, and so she goes. You know, I, I did a bad thing. You know, she feels bad. I mean, she's a little kid, so he goes, "Oh no, 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 it's okay." You know, okay. you know, whatever, clean whatever, whatever. Daddy will clean. Daddy will, yeah, daddy will, yeah, daddy will wipe it off. So, um, shame that, on that, you. That, that wasn't funny. What are you laughing for? Shame on you, Ed Harris. Anyway, <laughs> and you know, anyways, so then Sally Field goes. She comes down the stairs. <laughs> she's angry. <laughs> and she's so angry. She's and a, she like she blames the maid, who we don't see, but of course they yeah, have a right. maid. Of course. Course they have they a maid, a and maid. she's like, she washed it, she washed it, she washed it, she washed the pillow. The like, smell is gone. And he's like, Mar- Sophia Maria didn't do it. I, I did. The smell is <laughs> She sounds like like uh, like Kathy Moriarty in the raging bowl. I think everybody's Yeah. Oh yeah. She just goes nuts, and that's where that's where my note is. What an 
awful mother. Right. <laughs> she just yells right. over and over and over again. But but thank Christ, in in the uh, issue of plot advancement, we get a phone call right at that point. Mm. That they found the guy. Right, they found the guy. Joe just, Montana. No, Robert <laughs> Doob. Doob. And that's I mean, where Joe Montana found Doob. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. The yeah. Doob. Yeah, he the found the Doob. The, he found the Doob. And that's where I have uh, my note that Act 2 begins, basically, yes. with the court. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody over there, take it away. Someone to my left. <laughs> Is that me? One the court you, scene? One of you people. Yeah, uh, okay. The three-minute co- three court trial. Right. So so before we get to the court, she's watching the tape of his arrest, like, oh, on repeat. And, oh, oh, reverse that. and play. Reverse and play. And and she's just, like, getting obsessed with, like, oh, tracking. Look, look at him. Yeah, and the tracking. tracking. Yeah, again, the tracking. 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 Yeah, I mean, that that's a consistent theme in really the, the astronaut's wife and then the tracking in this it's movie. Only, yeah. And I mean, like, yeah. It, it's bad. A lot of tracking. Nobody worries about property taxes and tracking. Nah, nope. <laughs> That's what this is all coming down to. So they get to the um, the court, and we find out uh, from Joe Joe Montana. Was Joe Montana there? He's there. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. there. And, and then, then he the, tells him, oh, well, the just, district the attorney, DA, that, yeah. yeah, the DA that was going to take the case, he couldn't make it. So we got this other guy who's fresh out of law school. With and, his quaff. Yeah. He's like, don't worry. Don't worry, Mrs. McCann. I, I've studied this case file. Oh, the Colbert like, oh have you really studied it? <laughs> have you really Colbert. studied it? Because uh, the next scene says you didn't even look at it. So, oh yeah, yeah. Oh god. So we yeah. get into the courtroom and it's this big hullabaloo and these little <laughs> nonsense shots of Kiefer Sutherland coming in and like making eye contact with Sally Field, these evil eye contacts and he just does this stupid little half smirk. Oh yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. so he sits down in the defense um defense seat and then we we begin court. Can we say the court looked like a church too? Cuz yeah. those yeah, yeah, yeah. pews to me. Yeah, the pews and yeah. had this weird church vibe and then we we hear this little squabble in the beginning about um, the the DNA uh, testing on uh, on <clears throat> Julie's body, and we find out that twenty percent something or other twenty five percent of it or whatever was not given to the defense ahead of the um, uh, the court date. So. <clears throat> Um, in in the realm of movie magic, that that calls for acquittal. <laughs> a right. three minute murder. Yeah, case. that's what I mean. It's, yeah, it's, I mean it's over and done in no, about three minutes. Now the now the fun. Now there's two things about this scene. The so the facts. first one is Natalia uh, Nogalich right. uh, is the defense attorney, okay. and Armin Shimmerman is the uh, the, the judge. Not the oh, judge. The judge. Yeah. And okay. so that is uh, Quark, you know, and uh, Admiral Nechev. From the oh, next, yeah, from the yeah, next generation, yeah, yeah. okay, uh, and she looks much better with that severe bun yeah, in Star does. Trek than she did in this movie. Yeah, um, but you know, I always liked her on that, and we always find Star Trek references on here. Hey. That's kind of weird, but uh, Armin Shimmerman, <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah, Ar- well, you know, it happens. No, well, Armin Shimmerman's um, calling a quiet recess. Yeah, and then and then just yep, we're done. Yep, and that's it. So, I motion granted. Well, it's like okay. Well, now he uh, now he's he's walking for murder charge that he's obviously committed. But before he goes, he has to get his little quip in at Sally Field's oh, but character. There's, but there's one more thing that you, you notice how they did that close up of him. Oh yeah, with the with the tapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did that whole thing, and he does it once or twice in the movie. Besides this, and one of his fingernails is a lot longer than the other ones. Oh, I didn't notice. That. And they had made a specific reference. 
to in relation to the DNA, like fingernails, like under oh, yeah, her Joe fingernails. Or, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I thought that maybe they were going to do something with that, but no. Not, no. They didn't and even they, realize they did it. So then he's out. <laughs> yeah, so then he's out. I mean, it literally, I mean, yeah, it's the shortest trial in the history exactly. of trials. But right? he, he Where walks nobody gets up, shot. He walks up <laughs> to um, to Sally Field's character <laughs> and sorry, because he's obviously making fun of Julie's speech impediment, I think. And that sets Ed off. Yeah, oh, that sets Ed off. Oh, and yeah. He just like tackles him, oh, yeah. he's getting ready to beat him, and then yeah. they pull him off him, and he's free to go. Um, and then Joe Montana's like, um, "Hey, uh, here's here's a support group. Yeah, go here, <laughs> go here. Oh, That's go for here. other people that yeah, are dealing people. with your circumstances." And, and the most interesting thing about the support group is that they're like building a community theater set right. throughout it. And like that, as it's going along, like you can see throughout it, every time they're at the support group, right. the set is a little bit filled in, you know, a little yeah. bit more filled in. Filled I didn't in, even notice in. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, no, that's yeah. yeah. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're getting they're getting ready for the Christmas pageant while uh, yeah, yeah. while every time they uh, they yeah. come in there and get angrier, and everybody's like, "My kid's dead. My this kid's is what dead. happened to my dead kid. Yeah. This is what happened to my dead kid. They right. never caught him. They never caught him. They never right. caught him." And, and they're all bitter. And like Donald, yeah. even when we first meet um, Donald Donald Logue's character, whatever his name is in this film, he's like spewing spewing filth towards his child's murderer, and he's like, "I'm gonna kill yeah, him." He's, he's like really angry, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm, and he's like apologizing for it. And you know, then we we find out that one of the members is helping another one of the um, support <laughs> members family take care of their child's murderer behind closed doors. Do we find out? That? Oh, yeah, that yeah. Because well, Sally Field kind of walks by after one of the meetings and she sees those two conspiring Looking in their the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, well, you pass the bathroom and, you know, let me finish my talk about um, the vigilante justice here mm. <laughs> with this family. So, yeah, we find out that... Um, Robert Dube's character is a delivery person at this point. As Career. Well. Career delivery person. Right. And not like a FedEx delivery person or a UPS delivery person, like literally a grocery delivery yeah. boy. So And they um, have to set the tone that he's a really bad guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the coffee on the coffee dog. On the coffee dog. on the dog and mm. you know it's like the cigarette of the girl asked him for one. Yeah, but see like I don't feel bad for that. Like she's trying to bum a cigarette from him and he no, says, I No, don't. pay for your cigarette. <laughs> I don't feel bad for you know. I feel bad for Dog though, I mean, that doesn't. There's nothing that suggests that he's that he's a thief. No, no. He no. just kills just people. Skull, just he kills just, people, just kills and, people and pours coffee on dogs. I mean, he's not a thief. So, um, but yeah, we find out he's a delivery boy, career. and uh, career delivery boy. And um, Sally Field, in her infinite wisdom, and her and, Lakers undercover yeah, and her hat, Lakers undercover hat, and her goes. Volvo, Lakers <laughs> undercover, right? And she, her Santa Monica Volvo, right? She actually goes Santa back Monica. to the court re- <laughs> court reporter's office <laughs> and requests a copy of the case so she can get the address to follow Robert Dube. I, that, I forgot the, to mention this before she actually does follow Robert Dube. And that dump cake and her scrunchie. <laughs> oh yeah, like, it'll be fifteen dollars. And, and she then gives her a like, look like she okay. can't afford it because she's like, in the Lakers. Yeah, right. <laughs> So that okay. ponytail. I got it. I got it covered. Uh, so, yeah. So then she gets well, she the address. Right. Yeah. She whites out the address, and then we get a cutscene of her scrubbing it off in the shitter. Well, because the girl and says, you know, it's it's just white off, honey. It's not it's not cement or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. then she's sitting in the can, like, scratching it like she's trying to win the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> and she gets it. She finds out he lives in the Hotel El Dorado, and then she 
follows she him follows in her Volvo to the and hood. Is, and this is what I dubbed Act Three. This we'll is Act Three. Okay. This is what I started. Act Three. Yeah, well, this is Act Three. Yeah, guess what, Rob? You're up. You're taking away. It's like I'm taking, I take notes in the beginning and I lose track. Anyway, so so she follows Doob around for I don't know. It seems like eternity. Drives like a jerk. He's delivering groceries, and we find out that he goes to this one. Uh, Spanish, Latina. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Spanish, Something Mexican, Oregon, whatever, Spanish, whatever. Because it's one Latina's house, right? And he, we find out that he speaks Spanish, and she doesn't speak English, and he's delivering her groceries. And then you can tell he kind of has like the thing. He can, he can, he can see himself getting ready to, you know, has way with this one. Well, he wants to come in. Yeah. Oh yeah, and she's yeah, like, no, that's in. fine. Yeah. Here's, here's just, just stay here. So here's just, your, here's your dinero. You know. So, so, he, goes, he, so he goes around the corner and he starts peeking <laughs> under through the windows. Right. This is, this is my favorite part. He's peeking through the windows. Sally Fields is watching the whole thing. He begins yeah. what I dubbed right here in my notes. Pisturbation. Yes. That's, <laughs> yeah, really. That's what it is. That's really what it is. And then. Dube sees her. Oh, God. And he makes eye contact. Oh, yeah. And then nice. Sally Field freaks out and punches the Volvo and takes <laughs> off. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. <coughs> so and then. She's going fast. Oh, yeah. She just. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, yeah. that's how it is. And uh, there's more scenes of her going back to the self help group, right. which, in my opinion, is counterproductive, but that's neither here nor there. And she's developed a friendship with uh, Angel. Yeah, Angel. yeah. She's developed yeah. a friendship with the, the one girl there. And, uh, and then they start. Um, she starts working out, and she yeah, starts, yeah, she's you know, a, like the, the you know. classes, the right. yeah. the physical classes, like you know, for the self defense and whatnot. Right. And then there's the scene at the school where oh, Doob, oh, yeah. you know, because he because because he sees her, mm-hmm. she went to his neighborhood. Yeah. So then Doob goes to the school where Megan is playing, is playing, and she's in the dollhouse, and mm-hmm. she's yelling at the little boy with her in the dollhouse, getting ready to play doctor. And uh, Doob grabs the kid by like you know the back of his uh, <laughs> yeah, he just he rips that. Right right yeah, he oh. grabs the kid by the back of the farmer jeans and pulls him right out of there and starts having a little conversation with with Megan, and they eat mud pies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they look so, like M M&M and M cookies. Yes. Uh, can I have that one time? <laughs> yeah, that was. That, I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. That 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 seemed weird. That scene really creeped me out. Just because I mean, I have a daughter, and that just yeah, that, that I had to admit yeah. that part kind of really. That really creeped me. I'm not gonna lie. Just watch. Really just watch who walks into your young kids' playhouse. Yeah, <laughs> parents you. out there, please, please. That you don't even own. So, <laughs> and the kid doesn't say anything. Like he's sulking and he's looking over there, and you think uh, you he's going to say, say something, something to no. the teacher in her moccasins. No, no. And then he so, doesn't, and no. he's just like, "Well, fine, screw you. I guess you love him and not me. Our fake marriage is over." <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So then she goes back to the support group and she starts talking. Oh, wait, to, wait, wait, wait. What, what you missed, missed, what missed the catchphrase. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Is, can I have this other mud pie? And oh, yeah. No, I'm going to give it to my mommy. Oh, hmm, well, 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 can I have it? No, it's just tough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's just like tough something or other, yeah. <laughs> Tough titty uh, said to Kitty because the, the milk's still, still good. good. Yeah, and he like touches her and he touches her nose. Yeah, and like right. it's gross. You know, I kind of tried. I think I just tried to push that in my mind. It, just it does figure it. back in later. That's the only reason I mentioned. Oh no, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. 
So that whole scene ends, and then there's more of support groups, and there's more of Ed Harris wondering, you know, what's going on. You know, she's doing all these strange things. Their marriage is in a weird spot because, well, she wasn't really his daughter. Right, right. Although she said that. Yeah. She was angry, you know, and she goes, well, you know, she wasn't your daughter. Don't you ever say that to me again. And, you know, I mean, I don't blame Ed Harris for saying that at all. I mean, you know, that's... that's, that's She was being a cold, heartless bitch. Right. Well, that's their... This is her turn. Right. So, so, right. So, what's been happening here is everybody's still wearing blue. Right. Um, (laughs) She's, she's just, she's still an awful person. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, then. And then, but, uh, hold on, wait a minute, because because then uh, he has the sixth sense now after he's peed. The grocery's given the sixth sense to the note. And then this is also where, in her clear just unhappiness about everything, her desk is clear, and Beverly D'Angelo's character, oh, yeah. Dolly, comes in and says, you know, you look better, your desk looks better. And it's like, well, yeah, because she took the pictures away of the dead kid. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> well, then she, and then she goes back to Joe Montana. And yeah. she you know, confronts him basically oh, yeah. and says, "Hey, you know, mm-hmm. this is you know." Mm-hmm. She watched him go to the Latina girl's house, and you know he's going to do it again. What are you do doing? Again, what are you doing? And you do Joe that. keeps telling, "There's nothing you can do. Stay away from him." Blah blah yeah. blah. And you know, and then they get in this little argument, and she gets yeah. quite Coffee. what he call it. But then he also comes back at her too. Yeah, he comes back real strong, saying, "Who are you? How are you any different from all the other people right. that this have happened and to?" All the, and all the that. scumbags, right? And all, yeah, and yeah. all the scumbags that he has to deal with. Oh yeah. So then there's this really interesting. Scene where you know this is the scene I actually enjoyed. Uh, Joe Montana goes to where Doob is Dudes. working yeah, in the back room. There, in the back room. Well, he plays tummy sticks. And, and, <laughs> he plays tummy sticks with Robert Doob. Yep. And he goes back there and he says, you know, hey, you know, basically got my eye on you. You know, I know what you did, but there's nothing I can do about it. And this and that. And then he pulls his gun on him, which is great. Yeah. And Doob keeps begging him to kill him, which I was kind of hoping that would happen. Go ahead, but, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. do it. And then go of course, ahead, you know, Joe Montana knows he can't do nothing. But my best part was he. He dick punched him. Yeah, that, <laughs> he did. Uh, Nothing beats a good dick punch. And then huh? it's like he slaps it afterwards too. Like before he leaves, he walks away and he like hits him again. It's like he, you know, yeah, he like tried to make the slap. head numb or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tip, tip slap. Yeah, that's, that's what that is. Tough titties, so so, but the milk's still good. <laughs> so then, so now we this area where she's now she's she's meeting with. Um, the superheroes of grieving super, parents. Yeah. The superheroes of grieving super parents. friends of grieving parents. The older gentleman. I, I don't know what his name was. Yeah. His name, well, they make but. the announcement that the the Gretkas. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Gretkas' son's yeah, killer has is, been found. Has been found. He's been and murdered. Killed. Well, it says here, according to the notes, it was like a drive-by shooting or whatever the case. <laughs> well, we don't see that, but that would be nice. I would, I would like to. But see But we that. never see the Gretzkas or the Gratzes or whatever their name is again. No, no you don't see no, them no, again. We never see them again. So the one guy tells you, you know, there's a there's a there's someone you can go to. Go to this garage. Yeah. So she goes there, this garage in the middle of like you know the ghetto in the middle of the garage. With Keith Davis. Yeah. Well. Call of Duty, David. Call of Duty, David. Yeah. Or Keith of Duty, depending on how Keith you want to look at Duty. it. Keith of Duty. Oh, so the Navy. <laughs> mm. Mm. So she meets up with them, and they explain her the whole situation. You know, hey, we can, we can, we can supply you with with the gun. We can plan out the hit. You can take training, but you have to do it on your own. Yeah, you have to. Do, we can do everything else for you, but you're gonna be the one to pull the trigger. Yep. 
So she goes, she starts taking gun classes, and they're training on her on a revolver. Right. Which, starts slicing her tomatoes really And this violently. is the gun and tomato montage. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, there was a gun and tomato montage. <laughs> this is an 80s montage yes. in this terrible See, if they Lifetime had, movie <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> they would have had that in the trailer. That would have made, oh, yeah. made sense. <laughs> so she's training him, and she's actually a pretty good crack she's shot in the, from, shot. What the, yeah. from what you're seeing. Well, you over I mean? three weeks, she's just in that two-handed crouch, <laughs> and she's just with hitting. a revolver. Well, you know, she's it goes gone. from hitting him in the head and hitting him in the arm, and then hitting him center mass to right. like, you know, making like you know, shooting out the star at the fair. Exactly. Yep. I mean, you know, in like three weeks, and, and then she's, she's also tasting, taking karate with Cynthia Rothrock, Rock, Rock, no less. Oh, was oh, really? Rock, Yeah, that was oh, Cynthia wow. Rothrock, That's I believe. Good for her. You I know, love yeah, you know, they're like high fiving. You know, they're high fiving. Hi, hi, you know, high five me as hard as you can. Oh yeah. So then, you know, she has a meeting with the older gentleman and he finally hands her the gun gives yes. her the bag with the gun and she <laughs> takes it at that lunch with put, the put, peas put, and put, corn and onion right. peas right. corn what you say peas what was it peas it corn, was and corn and onion yeah. salad oh, yeah. that. who eats that <laughs> frozen <laughs> peas frozen peas corn. so she takes yeah. the gun and then she goes and she meets up with uh, Angel Yes. The, the the her friend the, the her friend her from friend. the from the yeah. you know the murder people support group yeah, and uh, her kid yeah. isn't dead yeah. super murder friends yeah super murder yeah. friend support <laughs> group then she sees Sean the little kid right and this was the girl this was the you know Angel said that her son was killed and then the whole thing comes out where and you called it and you called it I did yeah you called I it I, I said I said oh this is betrayal and Rob goes she's a cop she's a cop well because there was that scene before that. <laughs> Where they had the van out front, right, oh, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. It's Philip Baker Hall. That's the old man, Philip Baker Hall. Okay, okay. Uh, is leaving the uh, the murder garage. Yeah. <laughs> we see this kind of like down shot on on like a surveillance van, which yeah. conveniently has a skylight open so that the camera can get in. Yeah, and um, but <laughs> they're magic. they're like Movie. tracking this garage. Mm. I don't think they're getting anything from it. Though. Well, well, it leads well, up to her. No, I mean, he, the, no, no. They get that the guy's trying to fuck people out of money for their mufflers. He's telling somebody they need like three mufflers. That's true. <laughs> but, oh yeah, Keith of Duty. Yeah, he's telling you you need, yeah. three, you need three mufflers for your yeah, car. But oh yeah, that's why. That looks three. like you need another muffler. <laughs> I know what I told you, but it's gonna cost more. I don't have two hundred and fifty dollars for a third muffler. Two titties said the kitty because it looks too good. So, so Angel finally reveals that she's FBI. Yeah, she's an undercover FBI agent investigating vigilante activity. Her and her girlfriend both in their high-waisted jeans. <laughs> Great-looking <Yeah>. jeans. <laughs> oh, by the way, and there are two. There is a scene with Sally Field and a bra, and it's terrible. But anyways. Yeah. So, and two, and see, two showers. See scenes. it for that. Yeah, see it for that and that only. But So anyways, and then she... Um, no. No. <laughs> so Angel warns her, you know, don't do not do it. Don't kill Dude because, you know, it's against the law, this and that. You'll just and go, to jail, we'll just go to jail. Go to jail or whatever. And then Karen calls, you know, Sydney and says, I can't do it. And there's no way. Right. Oh no. Um, and, and this and this is at the point where, like, yeah, because Sally Field now she's at this like crossroads with her emotions. You know, she she's thinking about things and she's panicking, obviously. And it's all about like you gotta enjoy what you have with Megan. I mean, you still have a kid, you know, and all this other yeah, stuff. And like, you yeah, know, right. and then still got one. And, and there's like really, you know, the 
the symbolism or like the motifs in this movie are terrible. Like yeah. uh, it's uh, Betty or Dolly. It's Dolly's Dolly. birthday. So there's another birthday cake yeah. and everybody at work is in this little circle <laughs> and like you, hugging and you kissing. You pointed this one out. And she's, and then the camera pans and she's outside the circle. It's great. You know, Brilliant. because, you know, we're just, we're, we're in transition. Of course we are. Well, well, I mean, another birthday cake. I don't know. Birthday cake <laughs> murders. So I don't think the birthday cake got ruined, right? Just the no. ice sculpture. Just I mean, they had sculpture. The, I mean, I'm sure they froze part of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. for the anniversary. Just smelling it. For the anniversary. So then she tries to. I, I think she goes and tries to warn the Hispanic girl about what's going on. She doesn't speak English. Yeah, that happened like a while. Does back. it? Okay. Yeah, 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 anyway, yeah. So then, uh, so now, now up, the Spanish girl's dead. Right. So end up. So Dube ends up going back and and ending up completing his his task this mm-hmm. time and doing it. And oh, this yeah. time he has the glove on. That's right. Literally more than one glove, <laughs> as we're to find out. Yeah, he has the gloves on his hands, and I said that too. I said no glove, no love. So he had the gloves on his hands, but he also had the glove on the on on his on member. Well, he I mean on his dube. Well, he's dube. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean he kills this woman. I mean he throws her around. He beats her up. Oh yeah, you know he and he and, and he Shut you know up. and he violates her. And of course, they hold him. Yeah, and they hold him for forty-eight hours. But and he has like some bouncy ball in his cell. Yeah, I mean, like, like however okay. that happens. Well, they give that to you. And my oh, okay. <laughs> and my <laughs> damn, it's the time waster. Yeah. And I and I specifically said, I go, how are they not able to get his DNA? Well, he's supposed it's supposed to be there. He's the grocery guy. Yeah, but he. He he violated the yeah. woman. Well, DNA he wore, he wore a so. condom. Oh, oh did, did he? he? Oh, so he mm. so he came in ready apparently on all in, <laughs> on all directions. Well, he's learning. Yeah, well, but I mean, hair him. fibers, yeah. But I mean, you know, without getting into it, I mean, the woman would have some evidence of him. Well, I, mean, I would. It's, it's yeah. very it's very stupid. I would assume that, like you know, from what I understand, I think I think pubic hair is different from from head hair. So that, well, right, that was found skin near her anus. fragments yeah. and yeah. everything else. Right. And like I don't know. But well, moving on. So, anyways, oh, that's the impetus for her to go full blown vigilante. Oh yeah, yeah. So she, um, so then what? Her and Ed Harris, like they decide they're going to get away, right? They're going to go yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll take whatever time I need, and this and that. Let's just get out of here. And of course, they have it out again. And he's, I think he's still wearing blue. <laughs> and then a lot of blue. And he's yeah. packing sandwiches for the yeah, yeah, the yeah, picnic, right? Yeah, they're packing a picnic basket to go away for several weeks. More sandwiches. And uh, Sandwich. so then... Sandwich family. So then she goes... <laughs> One less. So, so then she goes She goes back to her office. Oh, yeah. And, like, the, the guard has to turn on all the lights in the whole building. Oh, he was angry. And she sees... Uh, she sees these four boxes, and she takes these four boxes. Right. Now... You know, Sally Field is not a, a tall woman by any means. You know, she's not a big person. So that means she had to at least have taken two trips with these things, yeah. right? <clears throat> and then, you know, so she's wherever she has to go in the building, and then she has to go to her car, and that's where we see elevators. <laughs> you know, and this is not the first time we've seen her alone in a parking garage either. No. No. Because remember a few minutes before when she decides to go back on the emotional, you know, murder, 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 murder train. Murder montage train. 
she thinks that she's being followed. Yeah. And now because she's been training in, you know, Chinese high fiving with Cynthia Rothrock, <laughs> she, you know, she like hits the, the guy. Yeah, yeah, she hits him. You know, she's wearing those those pants that are like two sizes too short. <laughs> and her crew socks are slipping down. Capri, and then, Capri. And she like beats him up and, right. and he's all he's like, oh, you hurt me. And then she's smiling. Take my wallet. Yeah, yeah, take my yeah, wallet. Yeah. Take my money. Yeah, and she's so happy. Oh, no, and, no, you I don't know. want to bake that. I don't want to take your money. Yeah, and it all just kind of. You know. And then she's smiling. Yeah, and so she's you know so now we're back on the track. Yeah. So she goes to she goes to Dubes, yeah. the place of residence. Yeah, she goes to his residence. She at the, fakes uh, El Dorado. The El Dorado. The El Dorado starting at twelve ninety five. And she uh, rooms she, as cheap as she pulls a little little clandestine operation on the uh, the, the hotel manager. To oh get yeah, the key. Oh yeah, the Lakers hat is like refractory, so she can become the garbage man. She can become the electric the electrical man. She can oh, yeah. become the gas man, a plumber. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, know, you could you could listen, folks. You could go to L A. Okay, put on an L.A. Lakers hat, uh, and you have access to everything. That's everything. Anywhere. You can go anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere you want in L.A. It's like LA Deus Ex technology. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know. But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, if you're in the L.A. area, you'll go to the Hotel El Dorado oh, and visit Robert Dube's room. <laughs> room starting as low as twelve ninety five per night. So she gets into his room. She starts tearing things up, and yeah. she starts looking through all his porn and his yeah. bed. And like He's that. got a and lot of porn. She sure does. She sure does. There's a, there's a porn, there was a porn theater right across the street from yeah. him. Porn Emporium. Porn. <laughs> and then she finds, then she finds the mud cookie. Yes, yeah, yeah. which is a nicer color, obviously, than hers. Yeah. yeah. Well, she wanted that one originally. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, she <laughs> she leaves. But what does she leave? The hat. The Lakers hat. Let her know that hey, hey, hey. I was here. I was here. I was here. Hey, hey. Come get me. And and yeah. she has she has lied again to her husband, which she's been doing. Yeah, because he took off. With the little girl, with Megan, you know, the one that's still alive. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sets it all up with the, um, you know, with taking those boxes because Dolly goes, ah, the boxes are gone. The boxes, the, the boxes. boxes. Mm. And nobody saw her take these four boxes. The security guard was reading his paper. Yeah, Clearly. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, whole time. Care. Yeah, yeah. So, so she sets it all up. And uh, so she's at home. She's, you know, and he sees the door open. He comes home. Yeah. Dube comes home and he sees the door open. He goes, "Bitch!" I like how he opened the door yeah. too. He used his yeah. foot. No evidence. Yeah, oh, he yeah. Care. yeah, yeah. He, well, he doesn't. We don't have to worry about evidence. Good point. Yeah. yeah no. right, so point. he sees it, and then he's on the bus wearing the hat. You know, yeah, that's how he got on the bus for free. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, like Again, himself. refractory. He he was just another bus driver at that point going to work. Yeah. So, you know, and. Uh, so then they go to her home. Mm-hmm. We're, 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 we're at her home. Right. She's and, showering you know, she's again. She's showering again. And Ed's doing bingo with Megan. Yeah, yes. in the car. And then she's, then something piques his curiosity because, you know, they're doing like wheels on the bus or whatever nonsense. And then, you know, she says, Tough titty. Said the kitty. Because the milk's no still good. good. Oh, the milk's still good. Still good, not no good. No, this no is good, good milk. Yeah, okay. And so <laughs> he goes, no good. And no. of course, you know, and then he, go, you know, and he goes, and he goes, where'd you learn where'd that? Where'd you learn that? Oh, from my friend in the playhouse. <laughs> the man that mommy watches on the TV that she rewinds on the tape all yeah. the time. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. little Billy in the farmer jeans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's a good point, too, because at one point she says, you know, to, uh, to, to Mac... 
Do you believe can. in the, Do you believe in the death penalty? She's like rewinding the date again. I do on that guy. I do on that guy. If you'll stop with the fucking video cassette, you're gonna wear the heads out. <laughs> Dummy, you can't watch my porno. Oh no, god, I, I just awful. And so she, <laughs> you know, so he goes what? And he turns around. And what's really great is he has no impact on the end of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, no. He has no oh, impact whips, on the end of the movie. He whips that thing around. He sure does. And and Rob has a Jeep almost of the same year, more yeah, or pretty less. Pretty much, yeah. This is 96, and you have, what, a 94, right? 94, yeah. And uh, you confirm that that turn is possible. It is possible. It, it is, is possible. possible. The 94 Jeep, 90, the 90s Jeeps have a ridiculous turning radius. You can whip them things around. So, yeah, that's, that's your fact check. Fact check with Rob Mikowski. <laughs> Good. So then we're at Good. the home. We learned something. We're at the home, and again, so she She's showering again, and we have to see that silhouette pan out in the bathroom. And, uh, you know, and so, you know, all the steam and he breaks in, even though there's the the alarm alarm now. But because he uses a rubber mat, it doesn't go off. (laughs) And uh, the keypad on the outside, you know, so I didn't see it on the outside. No, when Ed comes home. When, when, what's his name? Mac. When Mac, Mac comes home, yeah. he walks in the door and he's reaching over to hit the keypad, but there's a keypad on the outside. Uh, <laughs> on the outside of the house? Yeah. No, I the didn't door. see that. Yeah. Well, hey, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. So, so then, so he gets in and he, you know, he's like stalking through the house. I mean, he, re, he remembers because he's been there. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, um, I and he, where the bathroom is, though. Well, it's upstairs. Oh, it doesn't matter, you know. So he, he walks in and he walks through, and, you know, we can see her silhouette, but he doesn't see that there's nobody in the shower. Right. And he pulls it back and it's just steamy. And, and then, thing in there. And she turns around to see. Sally Field with a gun. Right on him. The hand cannon. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to shoot me? I'm defending myself. It's self-defense. It's self-defense. And then, of course, you know, he's like, ooh, look, a kitten or something like that. And, of course, so he's <laughs> able to attack her. Right, right. And the gun goes flying. And then, you know, they, she falls down the stair. He throws her down the stairs, basically. Yeah. And, you know, where she lands... Of course. Oh, look, the gun's right there. Mm-hmm. So then she shoots him. They showed that in that scene right before that, too. Yeah. What's that? The Because well, the gun, gun landed. When he, yeah, when, yeah. He, when he tackled her, right. she one round went off into the... Uh, into the into the, the corner, the, the thing, water, or the, the cornice, the or whatever, thing or whatever, right? and the gun landed right at the bottom of the stairs. Right, right. and we have to, ch- and, and, and as always, the gun has to be tracked. Right, we have to have a tracking right. shot of the gun, of like where it yeah. falls. And so then, you know, uh, yeah, his big, his big line coming down the stairs. Oh yeah, I told you, it's it's not personal. I don't even remember what her face looked like. And then she pulls the gun on him, and, the, and you know, she's she's been shooting in the chest for three weeks. But remember, it's different shooting flesh than shooting paper. And then she tells you the whole backstory of the daughter. Right. 17. Right. Brown hair. Right. Brown eyes. Blah, blah, blah. You know. She was a good f f f fuck. <laughs> he does say that. Uh, and, then, and then she shoots him in the arm. Damn. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's been shooting him center mass, and then she right. shoots him in the arm, and then she shoots him like three other times, and he falls, and of course he falls dead onto her. Of course he does. Okay. That was funny to yeah. me. You know, wow, you knew it was going to happen. Sure. So then, you know, and that's it. And then the police are there, and it's all smoky and the, steamy in the house. The police. And the police, man. Yeah, and then. Consoles his wife. He runs under the tape. 
And just leaves the kid. Yeah, the kid's in the <laughs> car. Just leaves Again, the just kid. just being bad parents. And then, uh, you know, Joe Montana there is all... Oh, the other guy was asking You him. killed her. Yeah. You killed oh, him. You killed him. Right. Yeah. The colleague asked him. He's like, I know what you did. But oh, no, yeah, no, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, afterwards. No, because oh, because yeah. Joe Montana says, you know, you know, I know what's going on here. Yeah, prove it. Yeah, prove it. Yeah, but then he... he, he Proves that he's an he's the good cop because he tells <laughs> he tells the other investigators no, yeah, self that, defense no self defense obviously clear case clear of case self defense well, yeah well I mean you know when when someone breaks into your home clearly with the intention of doing you harm you should you know try to let them out the window like a moth right <laughs> so <laughs> uh, and thus it pans back and it pans out and we Ed Harris Ed Harris we'll be moving yeah, we're right. done yeah and now then, and that just ends right I mean it just. Done. Now Good. I was hoping for a post credit scene oh. of where they went back to the car and Megan was gone, and then we could. Well, say, see, like, then we would have had a then movie. Then we would have had a movie. They had tooth for a tooth. However, well, this was <laughs> <laughs> the brother of the Robert Doob, <laughs> the real child of That's Mac right. McCann, <laughs> Billy <laughs> Doob. We've. we've <laughs> We've had an eye for the, an eye. The revenge now of it's Billy time Doob. for a tooth, for a tooth. <laughs> Enamel will be paid. <laughs> but uh, so we don't get any of that. But we do get in the credits the parents of murdered children. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> parents hey, of thanks for support yeah. group. Thanks as for being so supportive. As they're getting ready to put on a Christmas version of the Odd Couple. That <laughs> <laughs> all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that one, then this one's done. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> this was awful. I mean, it was terrible. I mean, it really felt like a lifetime movie with a couple swear words in there. Yeah. I mean, really, it did. This is where, this is a prime example of where trailers make a movie look really good. Yeah. I oh, I, I didn't, I didn't think the trailer for this one was special <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just mean in the way, since, I mean, if it maybe had different actors, it might be interesting. Sure. Anything with Sally Field, though, I'm pretty good on. Yeah. So the budget for this movie was twenty million dollars, mm-hmm. and uh, it took in twenty six eight, wow. going on twenty seven million. Wow. That's what I'm seeing. Um, critical reception, surprisingly, Eye for an Eye received negative reviews. Oh, uh, it holds a uh, like a ten percent, eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh dear. 33 rotten, three fresh. Um, people who liked this movie also liked Dangerous Minds. Of course. The Deep End of the Ocean, mm. both with Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, Trapped, whatever. Red Corner with Richard Gere. Yeah. Which, what? Yeah. Is that right? I mean, it wasn't, I, I didn't think okay. it was an awful movie, you know. <laughs> and uh, Don't Say a Word yeah. with uh, Michael Douglas. Ugh. Yeah. Um... Sure. Uh, <laughs> the movie was directed by John Schlesinger, uh, who we keep coming up with these directors who actually directed like really well-known movies and really critically acclaimed movies. John Schitzlinger? Okay. Sure, yeah, if that helps you. Um, what did John Schitzlinger do? Well, his his main one, <laughs> the big one, of course, that he'll always be known for was Midnight Cowboy. Now, oh, yeah, okay. I don't like Midnight Cowboy. I think it's fan. a vastly overrated movie. I like John Boyd. Um, yeah, and then uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday, The Day of the Locust. And then he did Marathon Man. That's a good movie. Yeah. That's that's painful. Oh, that, he did that, Terminus? That Seen in with the teeth. Ay, ay, ay. Wow. Um, he did Terminus. I didn't know that. Terminus. Where are you seeing that? First one? 
1961. Oh, that was like its first film. Wow. Okay, yeah. Darling, Mad- Madding Crowd, A Falcon and the Snowman. That's all right. Mm. The young Timothy Hutton. That's an all right movie. What is Honky Tonk Freeway? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he died. Uh, he's been he's been removed from us for quite a while, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, he died in 2003. Oh, jeez. Quadruple oh. bypass, had a stroke, all this other good stuff. No chance for a tooth for a tooth. <laughs> That's where we come in. Um, of course, the movie stars <laughs> Sally Field and Kiefer Sutherland. I mean, Ed Harris, Joe Montagna, Beverly not? D'Angelo, Philip Baker Hall, Keith David, Donald Logue, Armin Shimmerman. I mean, a lot of people, you know, that were already established at some point in this, and, and people, of course, that went on to do other things. Sally Field is now 70 years old, so Jeez. 20 years ago she was 50. Yeah. Um, well, how yeah. old was Ed Harris? He's got to be ageless. in his sixties. Yeah. Yeah. Her parents were Margaret Field and Jock Mahoney, her stepfather. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Um, Good for her. I can't think of anything else that she's been in that I really like. No, I Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. That's the only movie I really know her from. Uh, yeah, I don't. Where the heart is with Natalie Portman and I remember Legally Gump. Blonde Two with Reese Witherspoon. Isn't she I in Forrest Gump? I don't know. I've never seen Forrest Gump. Oh, I think you might be right. She was the mommy. I think she was. Yeah. yeah she she was, was also Aunt May in the newest Spider-Man, Spider-Man, which I also didn't see. Nor do you have to. No, she's <laughs> going to be in the Glass Menagerie. Uh, oh, good for her. Uh, goodness. Uh, she's all right, Smoking the Bandit, Smoking the Bandit 2 with, uh, with Oh yeah, she was in those. the mustache of all time, Burt Reynolds. I like smoking movies. Those are good. Um, nothing you like, Sally Field. <laughs> um, she's uncredited in Lethal Weapon and uh, Steel Magnolias. There you go. All right, let's see what Kiefer's done. Um, I mean, obviously this. I mean, he did. Uh, he was in Sleepers, right? Was he in yeah, Sleepers? Yeah, he was in Sleepers. A few Good Men. Phone Booth. Stand By Me. Terrible. Lost Boys. That was a good movie, Phone Booth. Phone, Phone Booth was, was all right. Yeah, that was actually was a really... for him. Yeah. yeah. Dark City. That's that's cool. That's a cool flick. Do, do you know why Phone Booth worked out? Because all you heard was his voice. You didn't have to really <laughs> Damn, say Damn, you got Damn, me, you Stu. Got me there, Stu. Bang, bang, Stu. Wasn't he in that other movie with, like, not... I don't want to say the Brat Pack, but like that modern like movie where they were like bringing people back from the dead. Oh yeah, um, with uh, Angelina Jolie and everything too. Where they're the the doctors, right? The kid doctors. Oh, Flatliners. Yeah, Flatliners. 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 Yeah. Right. Flatliners is cool. Movie. That's a cool flick. Yeah, that's cool. And of course, I mean, his real big thing, of course, is is Jack Bauer. Yeah. And um, <laughs> obviously, you know, that went on for too long. Yeah. Um. <laughs> He, you know, it wasn't traffic. It was freeway with uh, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And that that was, it was a comical movie. Right. He's one of Sean Penn's friends in At Close Range. That's yeah. a good movie. Why not? 1984. Stand by me. I I don't understand the appeal of that movie. It's not good. No. Uh, Young Guns sequel to Young Guns. Mm. Blah blah blah. Fire Firewalk with me. He's in that. I think he's played a supporting character in the Twin Peaks movie. He was in The Vanishing with Jeff Bridges. I mean, he's done a ton. I mean, just just done a ton of work. And uh, then, of course, Ed Harris. Uh, Ed, Ed Harris yeah. is the best actor in that whole movie. Oh, that's yeah. I mean, Ed Harris's foot is better than the rest of the <laughs> movie. Amazing, that's um, true. so talented, such a good, so, such a good, good, just thespian and yeah. great I mean, stepmom. 
That'll be an edit. Uh-huh. Um, State of Grace, Glengarry Glen Ross, um, Jackknife, China Moon, Nixon, Apollo 13. Eye for an eye. The Rock. <laughs> Absolute Power, one of Clint Eastwood's... He was Pollock, that's right, he did Jackson Pollock. Yeah. Waking the Dead, A Beautiful Mind, Enemy at the Gates, that's The Hours. He plays that uh, German sniper. He's one of them. Yeah. Well, yeah, him and uh, Joseph Fiennes, right? Yeah. That's a good movie. Good yeah. Movie. Yeah. I mean, he gets the gates solid. He was, you know, he, he, he slapped Cuba Gooding around in radio. Um, <laughs> that is a good movie, though. History, didn't want to. History of Violence. I didn't care for that. Yeah, it was pretty shitty. Eh. Gone Baby Gone. That's a great movie. <coughs> Appaloosa with uh, with Viggo. Again, I, I love Appaloosa. It's one of my favorite westerns. So Ed Harris was basically the star of this movie. Yeah, I mean, he's oh, done. He's just done a ton. I mean, he's just such a class. Such a class. I, you know, Joe Montaigne. I mean, he, he's on every Law and Order or whatever. I like Joe Montaigne. I do, too. He's, no, he's, he's actually he's very talented, you know. Um, so, you know. This gets typecast. We got we to gotta, we gotta touch this, though. We have to. We got to touch this. This movie was, eye for an eye, this movie was remade in India. Uh, as, yeah. as the Hindi film Dushman, which literally means enemy. And <laughs> oh dear. it's a 98 Bollywood uh, mo- uh, Bollywood movie. Benny um, Lava movie. Yeah, Benny Lava movie. No, here, no, it's, it's D-U-S-H. <laughs> Dustin spells it douche. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 here, look up, well, look up Dushman movie promo. There you go, there you go. Dushman. No, here. Murdered twin sister. Oh, yeah. That, well, it's you know they actually have to you know change it a little bit. Um, which one is it? I think they asked the one in there. Oh boy. I mean, can you believe it, Bibi? Nana, Kabir So, for those who don't understand Hindi. <laughs> This is playing like word for word and scene for scene. Somebody at the door. She's got the ball. Look at the size of those balloons. Like the pop. Oh man! Wow. I look like a my buddy doll. Oh, this is great music. And then the Bollywood music kicks in. And look, there's the Pepsi thing again. Remember? Get her. Get her. You have a mobile phone? No. You, you know, I don't see how she's surprised that anyone won't help her when she asks them if they have a phone since she has a phone. Okay. And then there's just like English. Oh, there go the balloons. <laughs> Is it comedy? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, please. Okay, all right, all right, please, please, please. I, we that, gotta, we that, gotta watch that. That no, that's the thing that I didn't understand in either version. Is she has a phone, so she's wondering why people won't let her have a phone because she's not explaining the whole story. Well, right, I know, but she's like, "Do you have a phone?" And she's like, trying to break their glass with her <laughs> giant phone. That's great. Um, but the battery is dead. 
Let's see. Some one lines from Rotten Tomatoes. Jonathan Rosenbaum from Chicago Reader in 2009. A really awful, hysterical thriller. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, Joe Layden from Variety, a B-movie that somehow won the lottery and got an A-movie cast and director. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Never in his varied career has Mr. Schlesinger made a film as mean-spirited and empty as this. That's from Janet Maslin uh, in 2003. Dumb dips from oppressive to offensive in the Sally Field suspense drama, which actually comes out for vigilantism. That's Peter Travers from Rolling Stone in 2001. Um, the uh, Roger Ebert, and I th- I'm assuming it was Roger Ebert himself because it's obvious. Yeah, it was him. I mean, he was obviously still alive in '96. Uh, Eye for an Eye is a particularly nasty little example of audience manipulation, leading to a conclusion that, had I accepted it, would have left me feeling unclean. Or listening to our commentary, <laughs> it's about an ordinary woman who is led to seek blood revenge in a plot where the deck is stacked so blatantly it's shameless. It's ironic this movie is being released at the same time as Dead Man Walking. Oh, that's another terrible oh. movie. Yeah. Oh, just an awful Watch movie. <laughs> Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Both are about killers and their victims, and both are in a way about the death penalty. Dead Man Walking challenges us to deal with a wide range of ethical and moral issues, like why do we have to watch movies like that? Eye for an Eye cynically blinkers us, excluding morality as much as it can to service an exploitation plot, because Dead Man Walking isn't an exploitation movie, mm-hmm. in the same way that this one would be considered one, right? Mm-hmm. Movie star Sally Field is Karen, mother whose teenage daughter is raped and killed in a particularly horrifying scene where an ice sculpture is ruined uh, early in the movie. <laughs> the daughter calls for help, and Karen actually hears the attack and tries to race home, trapped in a nightmare where other drivers refru- refuse her request to use a mobile phone. First, because it's 1996 and not everybody had one. Second, because she has a giant phone in her hand. She arrives home to a crime scene. She, she's shattered, but she's already a terrible mother. A smart cop, Joe Montagna, quickly catches a suspect named Doob. All the evidence points to him, even the DNA and semen samples, but Doob gets off on a stupid technicality, which is a three-minute trial, and Karen grows obsessed. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, that's right, the support group motto, you show me your heartbreak, and I'll show you mine. She trails Doob. Doob. Doob is definitely, without the shadow of a doubt, a killer. We've seen what the jury can, no jury can see in the act of killing. There's two quirky scenes where Field, newly emerged by her martial arts training, beats up an innocent bystander, and later elated, has such aggressive sex with her mild husband, he can't believe it. That's right, we forgot about that. And this is the second movie in a row that we've watched where the steamy love scenes are fully clothed. Um... <laughs> The movie is intellectually corrupt because it deliberately avoids dealing with issues it raises, unlike Dead Man Walking, Watch which is a courageous episode. attempt to show various points of view. Please. Movies like Eye for an Eye cheapen our character by encouraging us to indulge simplistic emotions as you consider the two movies. He, boy, he loved Dead Man Walking. As you consider the two movies, you may be inspired to painful conclusions about good and bad art. Yeah, neither of them are good. Okay, let's wrap this up. <laughs> Done. I uh, rate it. Oh, this is just, it's garbage. This is five. This yeah. is five out of five. I would rather watch The Astronaut's Wife again. I and the re- because never. because it looked good. And those were old-time radios. Radio. Yeah, I, I'm done. Ugh. Yeah. I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for Dustin to give it a two. So. Five? Five? 
I'm not going to give it a two. <laughs> but I'm not going to give it a five. <laughs> you're, not, you're not going to give it a five? I'm not going to give it a five. Wow. Rob. I got to give it a three. Oh, oh my oh, God. A three. Oh. Did, I, did I not say that earlier? You, I, well, you, you called, called a two. You well, said it's a two. close enough. I mean, it's close enough. I knew it. I, I right. don't know. No, explain this one. Well, I mean, compared to the other things we've watched, this this definitely didn't feel like a full vomit vomit for me. I, I just mm. I feel like uh, I don't know. There was there was some fun lines, and I really like Joe Montana beating the shit. <laughs> You know, if you'd have said to me, you know, Ed Harris. Uh, and, well, no, and Ed Harris. Well, he was definitely a saving grace. I, I think Sally Field's acting was bad. I think Kiefer Sutherland's acting is, ugh. But uh, I thought Ed Harris did a good job. I thought Joe Montana did a good job. I even like Keith David's hammy bullshit, even though he didn't have that big of a role. Keith I, I of thought, Duty? Yeah, Keith of Duty. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe the whole like vigilante theme just kind of rung true with me, but I can't give it a five. I can't give it a four. Got to go with a three. Right. I can respect that. It's not a two. I can respect that. It's not I thirteen guess. ghosts for me, gentlemen. I, um, all right, that's it. We're done. Um, <laughs> I I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four point eight, and the only reason to the only reason is because. One point for Ed Harris. I feel bad for him. They had to do the movie, honestly. I don't. He got paid. I know. But, you know, it just ruined his career. Anyways, one point for that and one point for the elevator scene. With the word elevators, because that was cool. I just like that scene. The word elevators? Yeah, the way it was, the way the word elevators is right there and the car was there and the car left and the camera stayed right there and the word elevators. All right. <laughs> I, I have no oh, rationale. Man. I just think it's a cool scene. Yeah. This this one certainly this one just became unrewarding at the end for me. <laughs> this whole <laughs> podcast was great, and then it's like now I'm just I'm done. Unrewarding. All right. <laughs> All right, folks. That's nah, it. Guys. Don't watch this one. <laughs> no, unless no. you want to watch it with Dustin because he loves it. Loves it. Watch it three. You can watch 13 Ghosts with him, too. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Back to back. Make a wish. Flap a fish. And uh, what is it? Tough, Tough titty. titty. Said the, the kitty. Because the, the milk was good. That's terrible. Ugh. Thanks for listening to the Upchuck Theater Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Or go right to our home at upchucktheater.podbean.com slash feed and subscribe. Or upchucktheater.com. Until next time, keep the Ipecac handy and the movie viewing nonsense to a minimum.